Three, two, one. Hi, everyone. This is Jackie Pilisoff, and you are listening to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast. And this is, I'm actually trying not to laugh because I'm with a guest here named Lee Proctor, who is so hilarious. And she's one of my oldest friends. And all we do is laugh. So, hi, Lee. Hi. (laughs) So this is also my first remote podcast because I am coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee, where I am visiting my friend Lee. And um, so basically, I wanted to have her on the show because Lee was married for 31 years and she's a widow. And I knew her husband just as well as her. And he was a wonderful guy. And we miss him dearly. And she's now single in her 50s. And, but the whole point of this is that she was the person who gave me advice, dating advice, relationship advice from the time I was in my early 20s. So I feel like she is somebody who gives really good advice. So I thought that what we would do is read a couple of letters from some readers and give them advice, you know, and wait till you hear her. I mean, (laughs) she kind of tells it like it is, extremely non-sugar-coated, you know, and I, I, I had to tell her to behave a little bit (laughs) before we get into this. So I'm going to read this letter. And Lee, I want you to tell me what you think, your gut reaction to to what this guy should do. Okay. Okay. My wife left me for some guy she met online. We were together for 15 years and have a beautiful three-year-old little girl. All she could say was she wanted an open marriage, that she still loved me, but also wanted to find out why she developed feelings for this online guy. Well, seeing as how I know the true meaning of marriage, I was the one to initiate the divorce, extremely painful to do so, and now she's staying with Mr. New, and myself and my little girl are enjoying a more positive environment away from any sullen feeling she brought to the table. I'm sure after a while she will realize the grass isn't greener, and once she tries to come back, she will have to make friends with my front door. Hmm. Well, first of all, um, an open marriage, so I'm assuming she wanted to be able to have sex with other people and stay married to him. Which is completely screwed up. And the d- epitome of what marriage isn't. Correct. And mm, I'm saying dump her, raise your daughter, and keep going. Because you're going to find somebody wonderful. Because that girl is messed up. All right. So as you can see, see how I said about the non-sugar kind of advice. Lee is me, but she's much more blunt. So what I'm thinking is, first of all, why would this woman actually go online in the first place? Well, that's the first, of course, that's Mm -hmm. uh, right. I agree. Like, what was she doing online? So evidently, she is not happy with their sex life, not happy with their relationship. But instead of telling her husband, Mm -hmm. now, granted, we are hearing this from one side, but instead instead of telling her husband, she kind of chose to go find it elsewhere. But online person, I mean, mm. And what about the guy that she is dating or living with now who she met online? Does that guy not care that she was 
able to cheat and leave her husband and child? Well, since we don't really know anything about him, um, <laughs> since we don't know anything about the dude online, we don't know. So we're going to go with the assumption that he's obviously, obviously no better than she is. But first of all, who leaves their child? Let's have... Like, let's address that for a second. I mean, that is crazy she to me. She left a four-year-old in the, I mean, right. without even, like, right. I mean, for some guy she met online. All right, so what do you think's going to happen here? Do you think she'll realize, oh my gosh, what did I do when, like, the sex gets old? What? I don't know, because I think people who would ever do something like that are so narcissistic and selfish that they don't ever come to that realization unless, unless it becomes financial. Okay, so I I agree with you, and also I think that a key component of where this goes is self-awareness. So you either have it or you don't. You have the ability to say, oh my gosh, maybe look in the mirror and say, what did I do? Maybe I contributed to this somehow, and maybe what I did was wrong, you know? And so if she can get help therapy and or talk to supportive people and then get gain some self-awareness maybe she has a chance to say oh my gosh what I did was wrong I want a relationship with my daughter or maybe she'll just say it wasn't my fault well she'll want a relationship with her daughter most certainly at Mm -hmm. some point Mm -hmm. but like I said anybody that you know envelops themselves into a situation of they don't care about their child, they don't care about their husband, whether they love them still or not, whatever. Which obviously she kind of did if she said, I want to stay with you, but I want to open marriage. So she didn't completely want to abandon him, but she's narcissistic. And so I say kick her to the curb. All right, so let's end this guy's, um, our advice on a positive note. What's going to happen to him? Well, he obviously had the courage to file for divorce. So that's the first step in rebuilding himself. And I see I think he's the kind of guy that'll probably focus on his daughter and he'll raise a fabulous little girl that otherwise may have not been raised so great had she been staying with that mother. So he's been given a beautiful opportunity and you know, maybe when he least expects it, someone really great he'll appreciate all that will come along. Okay, I agree, but also um, I have been in the dating slash divorce world for almost 10 years. Guys like this, women will gobble him up. Like he will be the catch of the catch because here's a guy who isn't afraid to commit. He liked being married. He's a great dad and he will be loved and he will be sought out by many, many women. So I think he will be remarried happily, I would say soon. Probably as soon as that happens, the wife will come back. Definitely. And that'll be a problem. Correct. Because she'll she'll regret what she did, but maybe not have the self-awareness to say, okay, I'm going to let this go, let him be happy. So she'll just sort of be his pain in the ass. She's horrible. (laughs) Dump. Like I said, dump. She's gone. See what I'm saying? Okay, so I've been here all weekend, and basically we've been just laughing our asses off about everything. So this is kind of, we're letting you into our little world, so this is fun. All right, I'm going to read the next letter. This is, I can't wait to hear what you have to say about this. (laughs) 
Okay, I'm struggling with something that may sound a bit strange, and I'm hoping you might be able to assist. When I moved to the East Coast two years ago, it was on the heels of my divorce, and I was struggling emotionally. One of the girls I work with was very supportive, and we developed a friendship quickly. As time went on, I began to have feelings for her. I never acted on them because, one, she's married, and two, she works for me. I told her, I never told her how I felt. Last spring, um, I sponsored her to get promoted. She was selected for the promotion and we went to lunch to celebrate. As we waited for our food, my feelings hit me like a ton of bricks. I was actually in love with her. It was more than just seeing her every day. We talked all the time. We texted, called, emails, Facebook friends, etc. Over lunch, our eyes met and I looked into her eyes and gave her my heart. This sounds like me. Okay, I'm going to continue. With another girl? No. <laughs> no, but I mean like, you know, the romantic. Mm. Okay. I couldn't help it. It was involuntarily. I helped her through her separation from her husband. They eventually got back together, but my feelings were still strong for her. In July, she was promoted out of town. I was heartbroken and devastated. On her final day here, I struggled not to cry. I embraced her and wished her well and came close to telling her my feelings, but didn't for the reasons stated above. That was three weeks ago. She has been in my dreams almost every night. And we are still close, even though she moved away. Last week, I found out through a mutual friend that she has feelings for me. It amplified everything, the love and desire to be with her, everything. I don't know how to get over it. Should I tell her? I'm wondering if the pain would go away if I opened up to her. I have no idea what to do. Jay, thanks, Jackie, (laughs) for that question. Well... I mean, that's a bit of a foreign territory to me. The girl thing. I don't I don't I don't know a lot about the whole lesbian thing. So No, no, it's not a lesbian. This is a guy who wrote this. Oh, a guy wrote yeah. it? Yeah. I thought it was a girl. No. Oh, God, I'm thinking, why are you gonna ask me about a lesbian situation? <laughs> okay. Oh, gee. Um So this poor guy was divorced, okay? Now, my gut reaction to this is, isn't this wonderful that he's able to have feelings for someone again after his divorce? Well, and he was very respectful, too, like the fact that she was married. He didn't, Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously he's not a hound dog. He's not trying to steal her. Right. But I think that the reason this guy is almost obsessed is because he's loving the fact that he's able to love again. So he's kind of like... So happy to have those feelings. Yeah. So maybe it's not necessarily her. You know, that first love after divorce, it kills you. Well, you know, I remember my friend got divorced. You know what that's called? I've told you that. I told you that when you got divorced. What? It's transition man. Big Transition man and transition woman. And everybody has one. And it hurts worse than the divorce. It's bad. But, but, it, the, the, the. The trauma that you go through with the transition man or woman is is the trauma that actually brings you to the light. So that like the next relationship you have is normal and healthy and hopefully. And and you know, that you're you're sorta were able to 
like lick your wounds a little bit from whether it's a divorce, whether it's a death, whatever. Okay, and do you know why it's so painful? The transition man or well, woman? Yeah, because why? it's the first time that you actually feel probably normal again. And you are reliving the loss all over again. So when it ends, you're mourning your divorce and your relationship double. Did you know that? A psychiatrist told me that. So you're you're you mean when transition man relationship ends? Yes. Well, it's worse because you are actually reliving the feelings of the divorce ending and now you're going through it again. Well, my, but obviously that turns out to be sort of a very cathartic process because most people actually come out on the other at least the ones that I've seen come out on the other side after transition man or woman. Absolutely. So it's healthy and normal, but I'm happy that this guy is able to experience love. But I don't think this is the right woman for him right now because she's married. She got separated. She got back together. She's trying to work it out. So she's got to figure out her deal yeah. first. Well, and obviously she's got a lot invested in that marriage. And and uh, I think it's interesting that he said he found out that he, she has feelings for him as well. So, but it didn't, they already know that, like, who's going to spend that much time with somebody having lunch, talking, texting, Facebook. She's obviously lonely in her marriage, thought he was a good friend. They became friends. She tried not to cheat. She didn't cheat, which is beautiful. Well, they both seem like pretty stand up people. They so that's do. a good thing. Um, well, he's going to have to let her, he's just going to have to sit tight until she figures it out. And in the meantime, I'd love to see him go on some dates. Well, he needs to keep living until that gets figured mm-hmm. out because that could take a long time. I mm-hmm. mean, it's not easy to, as you well know, you're mm-hmm. divorced. I mean, I'm not, so I, I'm not an, I'm not any resource on info on that level. But it's from what I see from my friends, it's difficult to break up your family, whether you have babies, whether you have whatever, you have all this time invested in this guy and you took a vow. I mean, there's all these like dynamics that go with all this. So I think it takes people a really long time unless there's a, you know, like a, you know, a hurried situation that comes along to get divorced. I don't think it's an easy thing. I think it brews for a long time before it happens. I totally agree. So he's got to wait till she's done brewing because... Obviously, if they separated and, and I think if he waits it out, he might actually get what he wants. Right. And in the meantime, he has to keep living and see who else he's going to meet and just experience the joys of companionship and dating and having fun. I agree. Yeah. He's got to keep, he's got to keep, you know, moving on the track. He can't just sit around and wait. All right. Let's end this podcast on a, a good note by saying cuz you really give good advice lee i mean i i came to you for advice throughout my entire dating life and <laughs> yes, marriage and what an exhausting position that was for me <laughs> um what are three pieces of really good advice to give someone who's in the dating world as an older person let's say over 40 um, when most people have been married. Okay, good question. Three pieces of advice. Okay, well, I would say, having been new to this myself, that number one, um, don't don't be don't date and don't be with somebody that is not 
on your same financial level, number one. Oh, okay. That's not what I expected to hear. Because you're not. Why? Because no, I'm not going to take care of somebody and I don't, I don't want someone to think I expect them to take care of me. Now, if it ends up that way, that's a different thing. But initially I want everybody, we all need to be on the same playing field. That's number one, because at this age, listen, you either have it or you don't, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, you either launched or you didn't. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then secondly, I would remind someone that, um, whatever insecurity you're feeling at this age of dating, the other, the guy is feeling the same thing. And to piggyback on that. If you really are thinking, I love this person and I can't believe I'm so lucky, they're thinking that about you too. I would think so. But I think also too, you need to remember what you learned having now be now if you're in your 40s or 50s that uh, you're not going to change the leopard spots. Mm-hmm. Is so, that advice number three or is that part of two? Well, that's kind of part of two. Okay. But you know, that, that, you know, so it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. If they're, whatever you feel, they feel probably more than likely. And if they're not, then you're not going to change them. Mm-hmm. So you might as well hit the road. And third, I would say, um, just remember to take it slow. Like, you don't need to be in a hurry, you know, especially someone who's been married for a long time like me or, or whoever. And even whether you're alone because you're divorced or whether you're alone because like me, you're, you're, you know, you've lost your spouse. You got, you don't need to rush the thing, you know, like just take it slow, take it slow because I've seen women in this position, you know, get really like wrapped up with somebody really fast and furious and, it, it kind of ends up backfiring every time. Well, and how about people get married? The divorce rate of second marriages is 67%. I just read that somewhere. Or somebody sent me an email with that information. Now, why do you think that is? Because people were so happy that they found the love again, that they rushed into it, and then they wake up in two years and go, oh my gosh, what did I do? I didn't even know this person. The second marriage thing, yeah, I agree. Like I, I nobody, like I said, slow down. There, nobody should be in a hurry to get married again. Right. You're not going to have any children if you're at this age, at the stage of the game that that I'm coming from on this. But you're not going to have any children. I mean, there's nothing you can't do. Not married. You can travel together. You can live together. You're still going to have sex. I mean, what is the rush? What's the big and rush? And just enjoy it. You know, you when I was single, you used to tell me this all the time before I was married. This is when I was young, young. Just enjoy it. Why are you so afraid thinking this isn't go- where is this going? Is he going to marry me? Who cares? Enjoy the relationship until you don't enjoy it anymore or until you get married. I think it's a lot easier to do that now mm-hmm. than it was back then. You know? Yes. And yes. Because you've had the clock ticking and I want kids. Well, and you know, your friends are getting married and you know, you feel like you're on this track. You got to be on the same pace as everybody else. But you don't have any of that pressure when you're over 40 something years old. You don't, you know, you just don't. And, And you really need to learn to be comfortable by yourself and not care if it happens. And be comfortable with yourself. Mm-hmm. So you, you know, I would tell every well, I mean, I can only speak from a woman's perspective, but I would tell every woman out there who's in the dating world over the age of 40-something, 
You need to be walking around saying, you better be damn glad I might even look at you. Because people Because I got are, a lot to offer. Right. And people are always so focused on, I hope he likes me. Oh my gosh, do I look fat? Do I look, you know, oh, do I have wrinkles? Do I need Botox? I mean... Instead of, now I'm not saying you should not let yourself go, right. but I'm saying. Well, not be, you know, like conceited. Look the best but you can to your, feel your best. Correct. And then everything else is just. Yeah, everything else kind of falls into place. Like, right. you, you, you know, take care of you and the right person is going to come along and, you know, and hopefully appreciate, you know, and don't be. And be glad that you're out of the bad marriage if you're divorced. Correct. You know, I mean, isn't it better to be alone than be so unhappy in a horrible marriage? Well, yes. And I can tell you that from experience of, you know, my my own sister who is her she's so much better off. Right. Than without the D bag. So anyway, and I hope he hears this podcast. <laughs> Okay, hilarious. I hope uh, you enjoyed it. The Divorce Girl Smiling podcast live from Memphis, Tennessee, and with my dear friend Lee. And I just want to take a second to give a shout out to my sponsors, Katz and Stefani, a great divorce firm in Chicago. I would highly recommend any of the attorneys there. And then also Vester Capital, a wealth management firm in Chicago. They're, both of them are on my website so you can see. And thanks for listening. Uh, be well and we'll see you next time. Well, we won't see you. We'll hear you. You'll hear us. Okay, Jay, how's that? Okay, that was so dumb at the end. But that's okay. How did that sound?